just I'm I'm over here on my notes. Hey, dirty moderates. Welcome to this edition of Stay Dirty, Stay Moderate. I want to talk a little bit about trust in institutions, in media institutions. You know, one of the uh, unfortunate aspects, and there's so many to catalog of the Trump years, was his attack on the media using totalitarian Stalinist language like they're the enemy of the people um, or they are full of fake news, or as Kellyanne Conway said, they have alternative facts. All that's very damaging when in a democratic society, small-D democratic society, you need a free press. But our partisanship has also made way for a very corporatized media. I think everybody knows that MSNBC is left and Fox is right. CNN used to be middle, and then they swung left. Now I think they're trying to swing right. I can't keep up with all of it, but the point being is there is an agenda to be had. And the news media, uh, especially in the Trump years, really wanted to have it both ways. They wanted to be the arbiter of the people, uh, the so-called um, uh, conscience, uh, truth tellers, muckrakers, you call them, you know, uh, um, getting to the bottom of all the lies, sifting through the bullshit. But they kind of wanted it both ways in the sense that they wanted that, but they also loved Trump for ratings, and they loved to use him as a foil for ratings, and that's where we're going today because as you probably have heard that uh, last weekend, Wall Street Journal broke it. It's now been covered in all the outlets. The hypothesis that uh, the coronavirus originated from a Chinese laboratory rather than jumping from an animal to a human being, it got a major boost, okay? So here what was here's what was reported. The U.S. Department of Energy, based on new intelligence, now considers a lab leak the more likely origin source. This was all um, studied and evaluated in 2021, so in the Biden era, okay? And their conclusion carries a very, very unusual amount of weight because their uh, charge, just so you know, the Energy Department, one of the things they do is they track uh, mass weaponry right? Weapons of mass destruction, um, biological weaponry, and under that heading are viruses, biological weapons. Um, and this is all confirmed also, by the way, uh, in the Washington Post and the Guardian. Anything. But of course, that's that doesn't settle the matter. Again, they're just reporting that this is a likely origin source. Maybe even the more likely origin source. Remember, if we in 2020, because Trump so politicized the COVID response, um, there was the narrative that if you questioned it being anything other than a human eating a bat in a wet market, you were a Trumper, you were a liar, you didn't believe in COVID, you were a creep, you were a traitor. You, I mean, if they, every, every possible uh, aspersion was cast upon you, okay? Now, the reason I want to talk about this is that it was always possible, okay? It was always possible that there would be a lab leak. All this is saying is now we have a group of um, agencies looking at it from another way and saying that is possible. They are not ruling out the uh, eating of a bat or jumping from an animal to a human, but they're also saying it could very well have been not necessarily an intentional lab leak, not a conspiracy necessarily on the part of the Chinese Communist Party, just that Wuhan virologists – 
very close to where the virus originated, right there, literally geographically right there, could have um, created a leak. There could have been a leak. There could have been some lack of oversight. Now, the energy department's conclusion was made. They want to, I want to put this out there with low confidence. I'm not exactly sure why they say that, but I guess they want to say that it probably seems less likely, I guess. Um, we don't know, though. China hasn't, refu- China hasn't provided us any access okay, to resolve this mystery, and our federal agencies are split. Okay, Just the point being that natural origin um, remains plausible, but hey, so does a lab leak, okay? But the politics is what I call the perils of partisan science. Follow the science, right? I was a vigilant science follower because I believe in science. I uh, wore my mask when told. I locked down in the state of California uh, longer than I think we should have, but I did. Um, I did what I thought was in the public interest, which was to protect not just myself, but all the people around me. And I never for a minute believed that Trump was capable, nor did I think he was telling the truth, nor did I um, believe that he was doing what was best for America because he rallied his faithful against what he called the Kung flu virus, if you remember, and the uh, called it a hoax and said it would go away by Easter. You know, this was back in March of 2020. So I guess you could say I was on the liberal side. I shouldn't have had to be on a liberal or conservative side. And the people who first promulgated the idea of a lab leak hypothesis were the Republicans. Yes, they were motivated to shift blame away from Trump, of course. And many of them added conspiracy theories, which they're so good at. Um, You know, China did it on purpose to hurt America or um, China did it as a, a weapon of war. I mean, there were all sorts of horrible conspiracy theories. The reality of situation was that science wasn't sure. They disagreed, scientists, and they are still disagreeing about the virus's origins. And that wasn't reported. As far as all we knew is initially we were told, don't wear a mask because the uh, healthcare workers needed them. So the first month and a half, if you remember, we didn't wear masks. Then we all needed to wear masks, and it, but it couldn't be a bandana or a piece of cloth. It had to be a certain kind of mask, but it didn't have to be a KN95. Okay, that's all fine. It sounded confusing, but the science was changing. But, I mean, we were assured almost by at least everybody um, who might have considered themselves a non-Trumper that this would have never come from a lab. But science is about disagreements. And follow the science was a tricky comment because it locked in an idea about COVID for people who only wanted to believe anything Trump didn't believe. So everything was a counter reaction. Gavin Newsom in California went as far as he did because he wanted to show that he was going to be the liberal hero, the do-gooder who shut everything down, saved everybody's life, you know, stopped the spread, um, mitigated when in turn small businesses were destroyed. He was caught at French laundry eating. He wasn't masked. Um, he was a emblem of hypocrisy if there ever was one. And people really paid the price in California schools being closed too long. Again, we know this now, but everything was so politicized. And even when I once wrote on Facebook, uh, I think April of 2020, that I, hey, what if this was a lab leak? Somebody literally wrote, Adam, I'm ashamed of you. How could you ever be a Trumper? Me. That's literally what this person right now, Facebook is hardly the uh, salon of rationality. But think about that. Me. 
Adam, the never Trumper, right? The guy who followed all the rules, listened to the science, but the science was changing. For a period of time, Facebook took down any posts that supported the lab leak theory. And matter of fact, anything about the lab leak theory were completely sidelined in the U.S. And the only idea, the only progressive theory was is that this had to have come from an animal, so they think was a bat at a wet market, which are very common in Wuhan and in China, and that spread the virus. And the government and the mainstream media recognized that this was an open question, but they're only now coming around to it. Now, you know, who people said when this came out, I, I called people and said, see, this was plausible. Well, who reported it? Newsmax? I said, no. Wall Street Journal, which is excellent reporting. The editorial page is conservative, but the reporting is not. Of course, The Guardian, New York Times, Washington Post all ran with it. Okay? But there are still, we are still in this muddle, this, this scientific um, uh, a game of make-believe, right? Follow the science. Well, in my opinion, people who uh, stopped wearing masks at a certain point after vaccinations were still following the science. And then remember that debate led to a lot of hostility. You know, there was a righteousness, a kind of puritanical punitiveness about COVID that got calcified and people dug in their heels. There are still all these people on the left who absolutely are mocking this news. Um, at the time, in 2020, people were uh, saying you're a conspiracy theorist, uh, a crank, a racist. Many of them still say that any notion of a lab leak conspiracy or a lab leak, excuse me, hypothesis is just a racist conspiracy theory. So we shouldn't talk about it. Like as if they know. This isn't coming from scientists. This is coming from liberal media, liberal groups, progressive voices, democratic politicians. You know, just because the Republicans went off the deep end doesn't mean you own the idea that science is static because science is never static. And we learn things all the time. We may never know the origins of this virus. Likely we won't. But actually, I always said, isn't it more racist to say that this virus came from a Chinese person eating a bat and spreading it to humans from a wet market? You know, oh, God, the Chinese, they eat all these exotic animals, which they do. Okay. Wouldn't that more racist to say, well, you know, they should stop eating bats because now they've shut the world down rather than saying, well, maybe virologists, very um, skilled and, and bright and um, diligent for the most part, virologists in Wuhan made a mistake. Who knows? And still here, he sees Mehdi Hassan, a guy who I think is so stuck in the left wing. Um, um, he's still. Still dismissing it as if he knows. He's saying, well, no one wanted to talk about it because it was anti-Asian and it led to violence and there were anti-Fauci conspiracies. Yeah, that's true. There were conspiracy theorists, but that doesn't mean that there was no truth. Doesn't mean there wasn't a kernel of truth. Doesn't mean the debate should have never been had. And we're worse for wear because of this is my point. I mean, insisting that the lab leak was also a conspiracy theory actually had the effect of making all the other claims conservatives were making more likely, not less. Okay. And a lot of stuff that conservative leaders did to quote unquote, keep their people safe. They up this stuff, but they weren't totally wrong. But again, any scientific belief that comes from the community of science that doesn't match your politics these days is treated 
as untrue, fallacious, right? Has to be, it has to be racist, has to be a crank. This can't, this can't be. And if we, if we even put this up, well, the anti-vaxxers are going to win and people are never going to believe that this was important and they're going to never wear a mask and they're going to blah, 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 blah. I mean, the conflation of anti-vax, anti-vax politics, which I hate, okay, um, with the idea that if we actually entertained an alternative proposition to the wet market theory that suddenly people wouldn't want to cooperate and that we wouldn't want to wear masks and that we wouldn't want to get vaxxed. Well, we had that anyway because we had natural questions. And please, for those listening, I am not doing the COVID conspiracy thing at all, at all. I am saying that we are learning that science might have some new information and government agencies are reporting that. The FBI also is doing it with moderate confidence, not low confidence. And we shouldn't dismiss it and say, well, you know, it's still bullshit. How do you know? I'm not saying I know. And I always say on this program, what if I'm wrong? I might be, they might be, but we don't know. But also, it could be likely that this came from a lab. I, I don't have anything else to say. Right? I mean, we've since learned that if you get a vaccine, you can still get COVID. We were told you couldn't. We were told that as long as you wear a mask, you wouldn't either spread COVID or get it. Well, that wasn't true. This is I'm just giving the facts. These are all debates, but these are this is what's going on. Natural immunity was never going to be as good as the vaccine. Well, a big study recently, very, very big study said that actually natural immunity provides real, real protection. I am vaxxed with four vaccines. I, as I said, I feel like I have to keep qualifying this because I don't want to ever sound like a kook or a crank. The bottom line is this is possible, folks. And there were things that we didn't know. And the reason I'm not attacking the left on their mistakes, the way they're attacking everybody for potentially suggesting other ideas is because the science does evolve. So I'm saying, okay, we all wanted the vaccines to work. We all wanted it to keep masks to keep our masks on and hope we never got COVID. We all thought we would get to a certain herd immunity. You know, Fauci had predicated that on there being enough people getting the vaccine, but because there was a delay or a lag or a lesser amount of people getting vaccinated, herd immunity was going to be more like 80 or 90% rather than the 65, 70% he had hoped to achieve. So all these people dismissing this reporting now are just dismissing the idea that they're following the science. And there are people who are, you might want to say in a defensive posture, certain scientists, because they think that there's been so much misinformation and discreditation and discreditation, the discrediting rather, um, and that people uh, wanted to believe what they wanted to believe and they were selfish and all that's true. And Fox News lied to their viewers and killed their viewers and Trump's ineptitude. They say now that we've got, what, 1.5 million dead Americans, 6 million worldwide, that 400,000 of the first half a million that died under his administration, 400,000 were he was responsible for. First 100,000 just happened so quickly. Nobody was prepared. We weren't shut down yet. But that he basically was responsible for 400,000 deaths. We couldn't have had a worse man at a worse time, and he was aided and abetted by, yes, kooks and cranks and conspiracy theorists. I am not a PhD. I'm not a doctor. I'm the son of a doctor, I'm not a professor. But all I can say is the scientific method, right, um, is the best defense. And the media treating this 
as a pure conspiracy theory then, and people still acting in a deranged way, is to sow mistrust. We have so much mistrust in our institutions, civic organizations, our American life as a whole. Because Trump was suggesting, and yes, he was inflaming things by using racist terminology, but there were not just Trump, there were many people who said, hey, could it come from lab? This is really, really crazy to me. And now that we have reporting where I would think all the people on the left would say the Guardian, the New York Times, the Washington Post are still like, yeah, it says low confidence. Eh, it says moderate confidence. What, 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 why would it change? I said, well, you don't know the origins of it to begin with. Neither do I. So you, we're not working from the premise that we know that this was an animal to human. Uh, we're working from one possibility and a credible one. But there is also the possibility, which now seems more likely than it did three years ago, that this leaked from a Wuhan lab. That's all. And you can't work from a false premise, folks. Okay? The media's job actually is to do this now, is to report what has changed. Science changed. New things, new things um, emerged. Right? The scientific method means that you do an experiment and you have to get the result over and over and over again. doesn't change, right? But the scientific method is what you use when you're studying various types of science. So what I mean by that is the science can change based on the scientific method proving that there is a need to change. I mean, but now... There are still people trying to shoot this down. Mehdi Hassan and MSNBC, other doctors on CNN and things like that. I don't know how they know because I don't know. I mean, there is just an obsession about this, and I don't know why. And three years later, don't we want to know? what the origins were? And as I said, I don't think we'll ever know. Most experts don't think we will. They could be wrong too. Wouldn't it behoove us to know if this came from a lab? This was somehow engineered? Don't forget the Wuhan virologists and those labs were working on coronavirus for years before SARS-2, which was also COVID-19. They were working on the other SARS, on MERS, on all sorts of versions of this was the year 2019. This was this iteration of coronavirus, this particularly contagious one. But the implications are very important. What does this mean for the future? We have to care. Okay, if the pandemic originated from some gain-of-function research, which is what they call this, then such research might be seen as maybe increasing the chances of another pandemic. Maybe that has to be watched or regulated. Now, the Chinese won't give us any, any daylight on this. But if that's what this was, and it wasn't just an accident, well, that's a whole different world. And I, and I had to do this episode today because there is this horrible thing in our politics and it's toxic on every issue. But now we're talking science and we're abusing science. People who say now this is not true, they're abusing science. People who can't let COVID restrictions go, acting like it's still 2020, well, they're abusing science. I saw somebody who I think they were 25 years old, I would speculate, walking down the street of LA in a mask outside. I don't know this person's condition. Okay. I admit that, but I see this stuff and I go, why? But 
I'm that's because I'm not hostile to science. We know more now than we did then, but abusing scientific authority for your partisanship is absolutely unforgivable. Remember, follow the science, but follow the science isn't about being tribal. It isn't about deviating from liberal orthodoxy. Science doesn't care about your ideology. I mean, there was other reasons to trust the media. Remember the whole um, George Floyd protest, which were very important. Don't get me wrong, but we were, many people were still told not to go outside, not to be in large groups rather, but that didn't apply to that. Okay, science is also not settled on the gender affirming healthcare that trans kids are getting. I am very pro trans. I am just saying that's not settled science. It's not settled science. So this idea that everything is now politics, everything's ideology, actually endangers science. You want to follow science? Then understand it and follow it. Don't use it as your, as your calling card. Don't use it as a cudgel. Folks, this is the reason I am a dirty moderate. Because I just want to think for myself. And there's nothing wrong with debate, discussion. Matter of fact, as I always say, those are democracy's central tenets. And we all owe it to ourselves, not just to science, but to we as human beings in a life that not whether we're Democrats, Republicans, independents, anarchists, to always seek the truth, to ask questions. And to be willing to say, maybe I was wrong. Well, folks, as always, maybe I'm wrong now. But I had to do this edition of Stay Dirty, Stay Moderate because I think that there are perils, grave perils of partisan science. Folks, thank you for listening. As always, of course, make sure you go to DirtyModerate.com. All the episodes are there. We have so much great content coming your way. Thank you guys, by the way, for supporting us here as we're in the still the beginning of year two. We have got some big stuff coming up. So if you're not subscribed to this podcast, you better do it anywhere and everywhere you get your podcast. In the meantime, folks, stay dirty, stay moderate, and stay safe.